Hello, and welcome back to Let the Wookiee Win, an unofficial Star Wars podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ian, and across from me, as always... How's it going? Jay Adams here. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Not too bad, man. Uh, summer's winding down. Yeah, but somehow it's getting hotter. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Michigan. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. We have social media now. Yes! We are in the, the, the real world. So, and uh, we fixed our passwords because we gave them away. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault. Uh, I've done worse. <laughs> so if you want to email us, we do want to get people involved. So Absolutely. You can email us at letthewookiewin at gmail.com. And also Twitter and uh, Instagram, you can find us at Wookie Podcast. Yeah. And we'll be putting all sorts of cool stuff up there soon. Send us videos that we can play during the half that legally we can show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, send us videos. Give us ideas of uh, things that you want to talk about. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, anything. We want, the, we want this to be a fan-friendly podcast yeah indeed. yeah absolutely it's um you know it's funny the star wars fandom it's so divisive i feel like before the prequels came out it was like star wars yep. and then ever since the prequels came out it's like ah, this and this. yeah it's yeah. so divided <laughs> but i think that's the thing with franchises in general that have lasted for so long like you look at superman 75 years Every generation has a different view mm-hmm. of who Superman is to them. So I really don't think they're ever going to universally have a loved version of Superman, mm-hmm. ever. And I think that's happening with Star Wars now, is that it's it's reached so many different generations over such a long period of time right. that what Star Wars is to me is different than what Star Wars is to someone who's 10 years younger than me yeah. and, you know, 10 years older than me, 20 years older than me, you know, it's... Yep, it just all depends on what age you are, what generation you are, because that will directly affect which movies you see first. Oh, yeah. Unless you have somebody like me who makes my kids watch one through three for four or four. Well, so, um, it's interesting. <laughs> four, have you four ever heard six, of you know? the machete cut? No. A machete order. No, no, no. So what machete order is, it's basically the optimal way, quote-unquote, to watch the first six. Okay. So you're supposed to go four and five, Mm -hmm. and then you have the Vader cliffhanger, and then you go back, you skip one, because... You know, there's no reason there's why no, not to. There's no point. <laughs> um, and then you go to two and three, and then you go back to six. That's not bad. I kind of yeah, like that. I would love to know if that works. But having seen every movie yeah, a countless yeah, yeah. amount of times, even if I watched it in that order. Yeah, it doesn't help for some, you know, us that have already seen it a hundred, mm-hmm. seen each one a hundred times. Yeah. And that then, would be interesting. If I find somebody that's never seen Star Wars, I well, might Well, if, if I have a kid that. one day, I don't know, I'm torn. I'm torn because it's like, do I want it? Like, oh, oh, here's two of the best movies of all time, and then I'm going to show you a bunch of prequels, and then we're going to go back. (laughs) Um, Because when I was a kid, Return of the Jedi was my favorite. Really? So when I was a kid, oh yeah, and now I'd have to well, say, it's, yeah, you like the teddy bears. I did. The Ewoks <laughs> reminded me of my teddy bears. But that's the thing. I mean, that's Star Wars is you know as much as we love it as adults, we have to remember that they, for they were aimed for the kids. Well, that's even now, um, J- John Favreau asked George Lucas his like his advice for the man the uh, Mandalorian, and yeah. he goes, "You have to remember, it's for kids." Yeah. See, which. Leads to different things, though. I I hope that The Mandalorian is not too kitty. No, I've heard you know? it's really dark. Good, good. Because that's really what I loved dark. about Rogue One. That was mm-hmm. my favorite thing about because every other one was aimed towards kids, but that was I obviously I did not. like how it was dark, but at the same time, I think we've talked about this, I, I didn't like the gray of it. Right. Star gotcha. Wars is black and white to me. There's the mm. Empire, there's the Rebellion. There's good, there's bad. And in Rogue One and, and The Last Jedi, even, it's all part of the war machine. Right, right, you right. know, like I'm, I'm dreading. I'm, I, it's bittersweet. Right. I want to see Rise of Skywalker so badly. <laughs> but every Star Wars movie, I watch all of them mm. before I watch the new one. Right. I don't know how I'm going to get to The Last Jedi. 
You're just gonna have to suck I, it up, man. I tried. Just have to suck. I tried. I, I, I think if you, I, mean, I own it, I own it. Yes, as do I. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and that, but I didn't hate it as much as you did, and I didn't actually hate it at all. I just didn't you know, like it as much as is. I didn't love it. I'll I'm, say that. I liked I'm it, super didn't love torn it. on it because as a filmmaker, it's a gorgeously made Re- film. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, it really just kind of crapped on the lore of my childhood. Well, see, I, I what I like to do is I try to. I try to take everyone separately and say, and uh, not try to analyze too much. Just try to say, wait, this is a part of my childhood. This, the thing that I loved about it as a childhood, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm just gonna have fun. Yeah. And just try to not think about all the things that don't make any sense to me, like the whole casino uh, planet, you Where's know, things like Lando? that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm just there to have fun, and it. it took me a while to get there because you know every movie not only star wars movies but every movie i was getting to the point where i was i was you know even the marvel movies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that the x-men you know it got to the point where i was like man i'm not having fun i mean this is these are what these movies are supposed to be they're supposed to be fun i I think dc kind of even kilters it out for me i think the the how crappy dc's movies are make me enjoy marvels that much more except for batman vs superman that was a classic so anyway um Um, (laughs) so it's funny you say that with all the spider-man stuff going on which we're not going to talk about a lot but my phone was blowing up like once in a blue moon when something big happens a lot of people will text me and i'm like i don't know why you're asking me (laughs) but i appreciate that you appreciate my opinion but I haven't had that many phone calls since Batman Superman came out when everyone was like, why are Batman and Superman fighting? And it's like <laughs> in my head, it's like, well, Batman and Superman, they do that. Yeah. But because they were like, oh, here's Superman. Then here's Batman Superman, as opposed to like Civil War. No one asked me that because right, you had right. a bunch of movies set up. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of my issue with The Last Jedi in a nutshell is that you have six, seven movies before it. And it basically just goes, none of that really happened. <laughs> none of it was really important. Um, it's um, I, it, I've always been Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I don't care if it's bad Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. Right. Yeah, Until that's how. Until the Last Jedi. See, I didn't let it get to me that way. Oh, I, it, I don't know what it is. I, I, I think it's just the characterization of the characters. You know, you have some great performances. The cinematography is gorgeous. Some of those fight scenes are oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of like Aquaman in the sense that this movie's gorgeous. But every time Jason Momoa talks, I want to put my head through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's understandable. I, you know, I, I did. I got to say though, I liked them better in Aquaman than I did in Justice League. Yeah, no. So I, I it's funny. He, I, I like Jason bro- Momoa. it down a little bit. Yes, I think the issue <laughs> for them was that they had to incorporate Aquaman based around Momoa, yeah. which I like him as an actor, honestly. And I've heard he's a really nice guy. Yeah, I've heard he's he's just a party party guy, just wants to have have fun, live life, and have everybody else enjoy life with yeah, him. Yeah, I've heard he's one of those people who's basically who he is on screen. But but I think he got lucky being in Justice League and being as yeah. as broy as he was. Mm-hmm. They were able to see that and see what didn't work, what people were complaining about, yeah. and then with Aquaman well, being I mean, able to kind of work he, that out. To be fair, he did not litter in the ocean in Aquaman. He did <laughs> in Justice League. He throws a bottle into the water. That's bad Aquamaning. Well, I mean, unless there was a note in there. No, no, he drank it. <laughs> no, I know. But um, <laughs> but no. Speaking of spanning a whole franchise, that leads us to our actual our casting crew member of the week. Yeah. The only person, and until until Rogue One, the only person who had been in every Star Wars movie. Well, and at least I mean he's still been at least in, in every episode. Oh, sorry, ep- he wasn't in Solo. I apologize. He right. was in Rogue One. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He. he um, yeah, did he do some? Did he was it personally in there, or did he just do some voice stuff? In the, uh, no, I Rogue One. He's in it as that really brief cameo. Oh yeah, the on, very on Yavin. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then he plays another character who's not C three PO, 
want to say Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he actually his character with George Lucas. His character's name was actually a kind of a play on his name. It's um oh it's right here in the oh my Instead god of Anthony Daniels. It was like Danny. Uh, uh, it's right here. Somewhere in here, Danny Fan- Fantoni or something like that. Well, it was he like was. A... Um, let's see, Anthony Daniels, who portrays C-3PO, did it. Wait, what? Literally within the same sentence, he's the only. Oh, C-3PO did not appear in Solo, but Anthony Daniels did. Okay. As Tech. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, that see that that I didn't realize. Uh, what I, I was thinking either. of. Obviously, he's been in. He's the only actor that's been in every episodic, mm-hmm. you know, ever one through through eight, and will obviously be in in nine as well. He's also been on Clone Wars. And- yeah, he's done tons of stuff for you know, because because of his character, he can do it. Whether either it's voice or mm-hmm. or actually be in it, it's actually really nice. I'm trying agree. to find what his name was, but yeah, he did play a character, and um, like it, I said, it was kind yeah, of a I play on it, his name. Um, I find it interesting too. I, you know. The funny thing is, is when when they replaced Chewbacca, it's like okay, that's why you're, they're never going to kill off Chewbacca because you can put anyone in that costume. Right. I don't think that's the case for C3PO. I think once Anthony Daniels is done, oh yeah, that's it. You can't it replace be. him. It'd, it'd yeah. be like recasting Luke. Right. I mean, and you could, you know, if he's not able to do it physically, you could put somebody in the costume and yeah. just have him voice over, but it's not yeah. the same. No, it's, it's not, just the, not same. Gonna be the same. It's funny. Oh, his character's name. I'm sorry. It was Lieutenant Danny Fatoni. So it's kind of like play an on Anthony, Anthony Daniels. Oh, that and makes sense. Dan- yeah, so it was like it was a play on that. Yeah, no, I, it's um, it's interesting um, how certain characters are kind of more iconic than the franchise, and I think right. he's one of those, and R two is one of those. Oh, absolutely. Um, because it, he he's one of those characters that everybody knows who he is. You yeah, know, you see him and you know exactly what it is. You know, oh, little, yeah. from little kids to old people and even if they don't know his name they're like, oh, that's that yeah. robot from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and it's funny too because you change his voice people will know. Whereas, I guess because I've seen it a million times, I could tell the difference in the Chewbacca's. He moved differently. Well, yeah, I mean... And, yeah. and it was little Peter and no Mayhew, one else would catch it. He, but. Was, he was so... His back and knees were so messed up by the time mm-hmm. he couldn't move hardly at all. He did the standing scenes basically. Yeah. Any action. But even in the, you know, even, you know, once he got older, he just couldn't do what he could. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, Jonas uh, was Jonas. Oh, I can't remember his last name. I can't remember his like last he's, name. Actually, we bumped into him at Comic Con. Yeah, he was there. He's a Swedish or who, yeah. you know, he's got a Swedish sounding name. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, he's a young guy. He can move around. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Chewbacca's got all these movements no, that's that he didn't I have. Could tell. <laughs> yeah, I turned to my buddy. I'm like, am I crazy? Or does Chewbacca seem different? Yeah. Because I, I didn't know that Junus was playing him at the time. I thought that this was like the last time right, that Peter right, Mayhew right. was. Um, I could tell. Yeah. It's bad. I think I've seen Star Wars too many times. Yeah. <laughs> but that, like you said, with the voice, I mean, you can't change that voice. Because uh, like when, when Jim Han- Jim Henson passed away and mm-hmm. uh, even when his son took over, you it's... Sounds same like with, those characters, same with Mel Blanc. but it's but it's not quite the same. Nope. Not quite the same. same you can always Blanc. tell the difference. Yeah, Miss Piggy had a certain with Frank Oz. He, he had yeah. a certain sound. She had a certain sound before, mm-hmm. and now she doesn't have oh, that yeah. when Frank Oz does it. Absolutely, there's certain people who are just so good at what they do and so iconic in what mm-hmm. they do that even if you have someone who's like almost spot, you can't replace her. Yeah. Mel Blanc was Looney Tunes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know. One thing, um, one thing that helped Anthony Daniels to be able to portray C-3PO and all his robotic movements, which I didn't know, he was actually a mime. Really? Yeah, he was a mime, oh. and uh, I didn't he was know a working that. mime, so he, that 
just he had such control over his body that he mm. was able to do those. And granted, he didn't do it like as much. You know, th- there are some guys that like you see uh, RoboCop. You see mm-hmm. how uh, Peter Weller did that. Every movement was different. C three P obviously is limited. He has, to what, his, he has his, yeah. But you know, Poor guy having, having that, to shoot in that in the desert. Oh, jeez, I can't even imagine. Even worse for Kenny Baker, just he in, didn't even get to I move. Know, he's right? in that little <laughs> garbage can the entire time. Every every behind the scenes footage you see of him, he's just tripping. oh, just Ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, that uh, something like that would, and you don't think you don't think about things like that, but that is one thing that obviously can you know help them quite a bit. I'm sure with being able to to do those movements as a robot. No, yeah, and, and back then. And you, you didn't have many Other functioning robots. Heck no. You know what I mean? You think about like uh, what was it, Battlestar Galactica and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Those robots, they they didn't they didn't no. move that much. Well, you know no one I mean? had seen anything like Star Wars when right. it came out. You know, you had people who never in a million years would have seen a movie like that who were just so blown away by what they were seeing because they'd never seen it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's funny. You can clearly see the influences. You can see the Flash Gordon. You can see Metropolis. The, yeah, you can see Metropolis. You can see Seven Samurai. But it's, I think those are the best films. The mm-hmm. ones that are an uh, amalgamation of the director's favorite stuff. Right. And it's not just like a, like, there's a line between Star Wars and what Tarantino does. Mm-hmm. You know, Tarantino takes like full scenes from like obscure Japanese movies that yeah. no one's ever seen before and changes like two things. Yeah. Um, whereas it's more of a blend mm-hmm. with Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, yeah, because I mean, Star Wars was a combination of Greek mythology, of those old samurai movies, of all, all these the, things. It's the classic hero's that, journey. Everything he liked to put all together. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. I mean, think about it. Every mythological tale, pretty much, is mm-hmm. the hero's journey, and that's like one of the oldest stories, you know, plot-wise mm-hmm. in storytelling. Yep. Um, but and he did it, did it so masterfully. Mm-hmm. It's so simple, but he did it very eloquently. I never knew this. I, I just kind of assumed he just always acted and did voiceover stuff. But he's also a, a professor at Carnegie Mellon. He, what? Uh, yeah, at the uh, uh, Entertainment Tech Center. He, I am he learning all this new stuff about Anthony. Daniels. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like how how cool would that be to go to college and you got Have this class and all of a sudden professor? Anthony Daniels is your professor? I, I don't think I'd learn anything. No, I would absolutely. just be like, so when you were filming Empire, yeah. like, I'm like, could you say that a little bit more like binary? Right. <laughs> um, what what? What are the chances I pass this class? <laughs> yeah, like probably none. But yeah, if yeah. not, then just give me my picture now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do we get autographs? Um, can I get a permission slip signed? Yeah. Well, I'm going a field trip in my other class. Um, it, yes, it's addressed to me, but I I, I need my own permission slips. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's so he's appeared as C3PO not just in the films but outside of the films. He was on the Muppet Show, Sesame oh, yeah. Street. He was on, uh, according to Wikipedia, freaking Donnie and Marie Show. <laughs> and um, commercials. And yeah, things commercials. Like that. Um, yeah, no, but he's he is as quintessential to Star Wars as any other pieces that you find absolutely quintessential. Um, it, it'd be weird if he wasn't in mm-hmm. one of the main episodes. Yeah, um, but um, so yeah, we've got moving on to a news hope. I love that title. Way better, way better <laughs> than this. Hope. Well, this day in Star Wars is a bit. It's like, oh, this has happened on right. this. Nope, nope. A news hope. I like that play on words. Um, so. The early, 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 early predictions is that uh, Rise of Skywalker is in line to do Dark Knight numbers at the box office. Yeah, there's... I don't know, though. People have all these different 
um, people that are a lot smarter than me that that cannot they study all the oh those accountants in Hollywood are wizards yeah it's amazing and what they're saying is uh, with what's going to be going up against it cats um, yeah yeah I cannot believe they made up could you see that trailer is terrifying it's creepy it doesn't look good in like that like they look fine on stage yeah but not in that trailer. So basically what they're saying is they, they know domestically it's going to do great. They oh, know. Yeah. But they're not so sure internationally mm-hmm. if people are still going to want it, you know, how much they care about Star Wars. Yeah. Personally, I think it's a it's a worldwide thing. I don't oh, think they're going to have oh, any problems. I think it'll be, it'll destroy at the box yeah. office. If anything else, I, you know, J.J. knows that this has to be... Probably the best Star Wars oh, yeah. movie ever. It's you're ending the this this part of the saga for now, anyway. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, twenty years from now, we could have you know. Old, yeah, old exactly. Movie. Yeah, but when it's all CGI and mm-hmm. and, and then you can make anybody. Look I want young. the Yoda prequel where we get the planet of Yodas. That would be kind of cool. Like, I you know I've always thought of that. I would I think it would be cool because he was what seven hundred years old. Yeah, I think it would be cool as if. When they're younger, they're normal size. They, they, they shrink. They kind of, uh, what's it called? What's that movie with Brad? They Benjamin Button, sort yeah. of? The, you know, because when we get old, we shrink. You right. Know? So maybe, you that, know, Maybe that's how a species works. Well, I mean, there has to be other ones. I mean, I know there's Yaddle, but there yeah. has to be other ones, because how would Yoda have been? Maybe right. Yoda was the good equivalent of created by the Force. Or maybe he's not actually a different, you know, species than we think. He's actually a... Just because of the force, he was able to live so long that he kind of morphed. That's not how the force works. He evolved. He evolved. Who knows? How do you know? You've never been alive 700 years. That's true. And I've also never used the force. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, my metachlorine count's too low. You're right. Apparently. (laughs) So, yeah, they're not sure. They're not sure how it's going to perform overseas. So that's Mm -hmm. why they're they're not. You know, hundred percent sure how it's gonna do. Well, because so, it had a huge drop from the Force Awakens to Last Jedi. That's one point. I think it was one point one something billion, and then Last Jedi was like under eight hundred. Well, the, the thing is, though, there's always that with from the, uh, under, and even though it's, it's still a sequel, um, Force Awakens was still the, kind of the first one in that group. Mm-hmm. This Last Jedi was the second one. There's yeah. always a, kind of a drop down usually mm-hmm. with that second one. But they say with trilogies, yeah. there's always that third one actually always gets a, a boost back. Well, this this article I'm looking at right now says that um, that Revenge of the Sith actually jumped 38 percent right. from Attack of the Clones. I mean, granted, the end of that movie is awesome. Like the last act of that movie mm-hmm. with like the giant fight and oh, Yoda yeah. fighting and all that stuff is awesome. But the first two thirds of that movie are like hard to get through. I do love Across the Stars. That might be my favorite Star Wars theme, right. <laughs> except for Binary Sunset. Um, but, I mean, it's going to make a bunch of money. And it's not like it's going to dissuade Disney from making more. Yeah, um, but Disney even, they have something coming out right after that, just in case. <laughs> right. Just in case they don't get right. those numbers. Oh, yeah, if you don't like this movie, The Mandalorian's coming out. Yeah. Or it just came out, you know? Well, they um, also have, I think they, what did they have? Oh, they have Spies in Disguise. That they're, they're, It's going to be coming out right after. It's an animated. It's Will Smith and Tom Holland. Um, it's uh, Disney? I, th- I thought that's what they said it was. No, I don't know. Especially, uh, no idea. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's it's, it's blue skies spies. Oh, spies yes. In disguise. Okay, I know what you're talking about. And it says it's a it's Disney's insurance against any Star Wars downturn. Yeah, because a movie that's not a big blockbuster film can make that much money yeah. nowadays. That doesn't happen. I think they're just they're they're worried about. Like I said, domestically they know it's gonna, you know, go so they crazy. They gotta be kind of worried about the response to the Star Wars lands in California and Florida. Yeah, but you know what? But again, those things are things that are 
are kind of expensive. Oh, you know yeah. What I, mean? Especially I, I for, hope that's true because I want to go there and not have any lines. Yeah, so if you figure um, a, a couple in their 30s, they have two kids. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's really expensive. It's like a buck 50 a day yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's expensive to go uh, you know, somewhere in a different Heck part of the yeah. country and do that. This, they can go, you know. That's true. They can take the kids to, and it's a, it's even though movies are expensive, it's, yeah. it's hell these days. Yeah, they are. It's still a lot more you know affordable than taking a family of five down to Florida. That's true. You well, that's I mean? why I'm so convinced that the Avatar was the highest grossing for the longest time because it came out at the height of everything's in IMAX 3D, right. so every ticket's eighteen dollars. Oh, um, but uh, so actually, this is really cool. Um, while I was looking for articles the other night, I came across this, and it had some original concept art for what Kylo Ren was supposed to look like. Yeah. Wow. I don't like it. Uh, I'll be honest. I, it wouldn't fit the character. Exactly. Um, and plus, then we couldn't have had the whole scene where his pants are up to his, <laughs> you know. Um, the shirtless. I'm st- uh, I was joking with Corey the other day. I was like, that's how the Rise of Skywalker is going to end. Thrawn's going to show up, <laughs> and they're going to have a who has a higher waisted pants battle. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be so weird. I mean, I, and... The, it kind of looks like something out of the, the Old Republic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it's very dark, very angular, very... I mean, I see what he was trying to do, but... That's why it looks familiar. It ended up being the fifth brother in Star Wars Rebels. I was like, I've seen yeah. this before. And then the like the face mask is obviously like a respirator Vader kind of thing. inspired yeah very I mean mm-hmm. but that almost looks like a gas mask but I, <laughs> I really like what they did with that in The Force Awakens how he had the mask and you're like oh what's up with him and it's just nothing he's just that obsessed yeah. with yeah, his grandfather exactly. but I don't think you could do that with this <laughs> this, this would this would need some, need some more explanation that would be like it? a five minute scene like I need more troopers help um, me take this off yeah because this thing wraps all the way down to the chest almost I mean mm-hmm. it's it's cool visually, but it would not have worked for the character. No, because like if you remove the mask, it would just be. Plus, you know, I mean, plus this guy. I mean, he's got gray skin and all this. They stuff. went full Vader. Full Vader, and it, I mean, like I said, it looks it looks cool, but it it's not something that. I wonder how it would work practically. It's like one of the. It's like oh, I saw horrible um, to work with. There was a concept art for Baron Zemo for Civil War, oh, Captain, yeah, that, and yeah. he actually had his like comic accurate mm-hmm. suit. I'm like, why didn't they use that? But it must have. Maybe they probably did a costume test, and I have to imagine it didn't look too hot. Well, I think that he's going to be in costume. Though, yes, for the, for the uh, Disney Plus series. Disney Plus I'm series. so excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I want. So, speaking of, come. We'll talk about it after this next topic. But there's another Star Wars Disney Plus series that everyone's super excited oh, about. Yeah. Um, but so. Disney is re-releasing the Star Wars trilogy or the saga, the original, the six films, on Blu-ray. Well, is that for sure though? They're, so they're one hundred percent doing the re-release, but no one's for sure if they're going to have the original cuts. Okay. A lot of people think that it's possible now that Disney owns Fox. Yeah, because that was a problem before. Because you know, even when Disney bought Star Wars, Fox still owned the distribution rights. For, yeah, for, for a new those, hope. for those original. No, just a new hope. Oh, just for yeah, new apparently hope? it was just. That's why um, if you the last Blu-ray release, a new hope still has the Fox fanfare, and the oh, other ones gotcha, don't. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because that's all it was was distribution too. It wasn't even. Yeah. You know. Well, technically, Star Wars is the biggest independent film of all time. Technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Empire was. But, um, no, it's interesting. I Like, George Lucas must have got it in writing somewhere that they can't put these out because it's a note. How is Disney not going, you know what would make us a bunch of money? Yeah. Putting out the original uncut films. Absolutely, because, you know, there's been, there's been uh, 
packs with you know. Uh, oh, there's that 2004 thing. DVD ones that they're yeah. like Easter eggs on. Yeah, oh, I yeah, have yeah. that. Oh, yeah. believe me, I almost sold it too because they're going for like 400 bucks. But I'm like, nope, keeping it. So they've had these different packs already where, that you can buy, but to so to make it to you know that those people that have those are going to buy this one as well. They have to do something different. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Because I, I have like I have I can't even think I have. The last VHS release. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. the special editions, widescreen and full screen. The three pack set with the, uh-huh. the, the gold, the gold the one. Silver uh-huh. and the, oh yeah, and the, uh, it's sitting right under my TV. Yeah. And then I have, I actually, I have Phantom Menace on VHS. Mm. And then I have like three versions on of every one of them on DVD. Right. And then I have two on blue. I have like the Steelbook oh, okay. ones, and then I have the collection. That's the one that I they have put too, out. Yep. But it, yeah, but if they do that. With and they re-release the originals, I'll totally take my money. Totally buy take it. my money. I'll sell my furniture. <laughs> Not that I, you know. Yeah. My, my point is, I'll do almost anything to get those on Blu-ray because, like, because they could do it with every single version on there. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> well, because they have the capability. You know, they have the capability of doing that, and people will buy it. Hell I, yeah, I, I will buy it. I'll buy it in two seconds. I I can't even tell you how many versions of the same action figure I probably have. Oh yeah, I mean Darth <laughs> yeah. Vader. Yeah, I, how many I've, Vader's do you need? At least well, five or six. Five. You know, yeah. <laughs> seven's seven's the magic number. Well, because it's always like, okay, here's Darth Vader, and it's, oh, here's limited edition Black Series San Diego Comic Con exclusive electrified head Darth Vader, and it's right, like, oh my right. god, I hate you guys. Take my money. <laughs> I remember, maybe it was like, yeah, it must be over two years ago now because I still lived in my apartment. I remember it was like two in the morning. I don't know what caused this to happen, but I got up and I walked into my living room and I just looked around and I go, Disney should freaking pay me stock. <laughs> I, my whole house is just Star Wars, yep. Marvel. Yep. Star Wars, Marvel. Which I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take some video of my uh, my office and uh, you should take video of yours oh, so that we can show on the podcast of our, our, of our toy collection. And, yeah. And, and, uh, Actually, why, right now and in my And why my, my wife gets room, so mad at me. I, well, <laughs> hmm, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something after the show, actually. I'm not going to drop that news on the air. Um, but, uh, no, it's actually all my back room right now where I keep all my stuff. Actually, has has a thinking chair from Blue's Clues in it right now. Because <laughs> nice. we shot, we shot like, the R. Did I tell you about that? We shot an R-rated lost pilot called uh, Blue's Evidence. Right. And they're solving, like, a murder. So we had a thinking chair made and sitting in my back room. It's like great. That. I like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I so, hope they put him out. Yeah, because, I mean, some fans have done a despecialized edition, yeah. you know, where they did it, they remastered it and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. to, to have it an HD remaster of the originals. Would be awesome. Oh, well, because they just had the first public screening of an uncut New Hope in years wow. out in LA. It was a, I think it was a 70 millimeter print, if I'm not mistaken. It was, really? it was definitely the <laughs> original cut. 70 millimeter, too. That I know, sweet. right? I, when I was out in LA couple years ago for some meetings I went and saw a 70 millimeter print of Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein oh wow it was aw- I'm a huge Abbott and Costello fan but um so speaking of huge fan of one of the things outside of Darth Maul and Yoda fighting that was universally loved by Star Wars fans in the prequels is Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan absolutely I, I don't know a single person who doesn't like his Obi-Wan or just him in general. Yeah, he's yeah. He's really hard to not like. That's very true. Because he's such a. Even every interview I've seen him in, he's just like a, a very jovial, very yeah, very did great. You, did you see guy. Christopher Robin? I haven't seen that one. Really but good. But it looked good. Yeah, he's I did great. want to see that. But I mean, he's just a. What was a was it a big fish or big fish? Big yeah, fish? that's yeah. one of the few Tim Burton movies I really like. Really? I, um, that's, a, that's a discussion for a whole other podcast. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, I am Alice in Wonderland. That was my favorite book growing up. 
I wanted to fly to LA, find Tim Burton, and slap in the face and go, no! No, Tim Burton! But how can you argue with Edward Scissorhands? That's a great movie. Yeah. No, no, he's one of the, I, I, I'm okay. not, like, I don't hate everything he did. It's like Tarantino, and, and I'm super divisive. Batman, you can't. Um, all right, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna get this in. This is a Star Wars discussion. We'll have yeah, to start we'll have a whole this free. Yeah, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do let the Batman win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'm super excited for this. Anything with more Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan, I'm all for it. Anything with more lightsaber battles, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. To be honest with you, and but the, and I've heard nothing but good things about the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, we're getting a trailer amazing. Friday. Yeah, because D, D yeah D23. Mm-hmm. But the thing is though, is this. You know, I've heard so many conflicting reports because a couple of days ago, that's all that was all, all over Twitter and right. Facebook. Some people say, "All right, it's signed." Some people say, "Well, they're in negotiations." Yeah, I have, I haven't um, seen anything official that says yes. It's I'm it's, guessing this weekend. Yeah. I would have well, to put money. And that's what on this, this article weekend. actually says that you know that's probably because there hasn't been kind of radio silence on it. D twenty three Expo is going to be a perfect I perfect think place to announce. D twenty three. I think he shows up. Have some, oh yeah. Oh pan- absolutely. They have a panel. Something's going on, and then he just shows up, and then mm-hmm. everybody goes apes. Oh, I'm sure. I, and I, honestly, I bet you that's not even the biggest announcement. I bet. I think Disney is holding a lot of stuff right. for D twenty three. I think we're going to get some more Marvel announcements. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Definitely not getting Spider Man announced, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I think we're gonna get a couple um, Disney Plus things for Star Wars. I get you. I'm guessing they will officially announce and reveal what Ryan Johnson's trilogy is. Right. Um, which um, so that's like that perfect segue. Didn't perfect. even do that. On, didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> um, but um, so as much as I can really harp on the Last Jedi, I love Ryan Johnson as a director. I think he is fantastic. And if you let him do a Star Wars trilogy that doesn't touch any of my favorite characters, I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and that's absolutely what he set up for in Last in uh, Last Jedi, where at the end the kid you know shows he has the Force. And I think I think that his whole point of that movie, like you said, where he kind of you know changed changed the direction of characters and things like that. The whole point of that movie was to set up so that. We kind of got away from the Skywalkers. Yeah, I know, but you're in episode eight of a nine movie saga, and you're just gonna go. Oh no, we're gonna kind of end it one movie early. <laughs> like, you but know? that's it. I mean, but it does lay a little bit of groundwork. Oh, oh, absolutely. Lay some groundwork because who knows what's gonna happen in, in this one as yeah. well to continue that on. Oh no, I'm I'm really excited for this just for the sheer fact that I wanted the anthology films. Like I was like, right, cool, give me one. Like, give right. me give me one that's a story I want to see, but then I want to see other parts of this universe. Right. Because you have built such an amazing, like expansive universe with so many potential stories to tell and you're sticking with this one family which it's the Skywalker saga right. cool but the anthology films at least in my head were meant to be that and they kind of just became oh hey we're going to show you a movie about your favorite character when they were younger right right, right. Um, because now and that's always been the thing everybody always wants a Boba Fett movie you know it's been the thing for the longest time well it would have happened now I'm wondering though with the Mandalorian will that ever, ever even happen now um, because they have the Mandalorian series well so the big rumor right now is that we're going to find out that the Mandalorian is in fact Boba Fett's kid Oh, okay. Um, which I think would be awesome. I, so it's one of those things is, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. And you talk to your friends, like, oh, I want to make a Superman movie. I want to make a Batman movie. Right. And I, have a, I was always like, you know what, if they came to me and they're like, you want to make Star Wars? I'd go, hell, freaking no. I yeah. don't want to tackle that mountain. I don't want to touch it, yeah. But I came up with this idea what I think would be really cool. It, it would be set probably around 
were the new trilogy set, and it would be a, the MacGuffin would be Slave One or Slave Four, and his armor. Hmm. And basically, it would be you get like old man Bosk, and like you know, you get like throwback characters. I would love to get a Bosk, right? Bosk, that, that sh- they should have. Me and my my buddy always talk about this so, uh, in Solo. They dropped the ball. They they showed Darth Maul. That was cool. They mentioned Bosk, but they never mm-hmm. showed him. That would have been a perfect spot yeah. for a, a Bosk or an IG eighty eight. I would agree. Have been great. Oh, but yeah. So the whole movie would basically be these. So basically, Jabba puts out a bounty, or not Jabba. Sorry, Jabba's kid mm. puts out like a bounty for these items. And basically, the main characters are someone who is actually Boba Fett's son, and then there's like these three girls who are maybe his daughters, and like they're all trying to get his ship and his armor. And like you'd have like old man Lando in it. And <laughs> it would be really cool, but. I think the rumors I'm hearing is that's sort of what the Mandalorian is. Really? Um, we'll see. I mean, they're really playing up the no, it's not Boba Fett, but they literally say following the story of Jango Fett and Boba right. Fett comes the tale of the Mandalorian, and it's like, but why are they even? saying that just so that people realize what a Mandalorian is? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, to your normal person, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know that Boba Fett. They don't know you had a race. You know, right. he didn't know. They, they didn't know what that he was. I mean, a Mandalorian, technically, so. was Boba Fett a Mandalorian? He's a clone of a Mandalorian. And mm. and was Jango Fett even Mandalorian, or did he in in the EU he was? But I know. Since they got rid of the EU, was he right. actually a Mandalorian? Or did he just kill someone and take the armor? That's a good point. You know? I don't know. I haven't read enough of the, the new... Yeah, because who... What? Yeah, because of the it was, he was obviously a clone. Right. Wait, but no, because... Because then that would make every clone trooper a Mandalorian. Te- technically. Technically they are, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, he was... A, as far as... Yeah, because he would have been a Mandalorian, and then they cloned him because he was such a good bounty hunter and yeah. blah, blah, blah. but something went wrong because he was a good shot and the stormtroopers weren't mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I think well, yeah he was always a Mandalorian I, th- yeah. I think well you know and he was in the EU he was mm. um, in fact that's where most of Boba Fett's awesomeness comes from yeah because well, yeah. in the movies he gets killed by a blind Han on accident I mean, yeah and he he had I mean he was introduced in a Christmas cartoon yeah you know? so he was one of those weird characters that had the least amount of, of play of, of mm-hmm. screen time, but yeah. he was like the most popular. Yeah, well, it's like He's we talked about this before. Fight. It's like Phasma. Yeah, Phasma was like the new Boba Fett. Yeah, Everyone, but she at least could had, not get that toy. Yeah, but she at least had more screen time than Boba Fett. I mean, that's true, but arguably does less cool things. She dies twice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. way way less cool. Yeah, she gets <laughs> killed by a guy who was in charge of the latrines. Yeah, mm. twice. I mean, like, I, I mean, he had some help, but still. That's, yes, that's true, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but no, I'm really excited for his trilogy. I'm really excited to see the first attempt at a Star Wars film outside of the story yeah, they've been absolutely. telling. Yeah, because like you said, even the anthology th- films are still about mm-hmm. characters we still know or at least have heard of. Yeah, no, my, my theory, so because there was going to be a Boba Fett film, there was going to be an Obi-Wan film, and then they canceled them. Hmm. And then The Mandalorian got, an- got announced, and then... The Obi-Wan movie is getting announced. Or right. the show is getting announced. So yeah, my theory, talking about maybe a limited series. So. My theory is that Mandalorian might be the Boba Fett script retooled as a show. Hmm. Because Could that be. was the next anthology film up before Solo. Right. And then the whole thing with Josh Trank happened, and that went bye-bye. Yeah, that could be. They could have just repurposed quickly. it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, you know, um, I have to imagine that pieces of that Obi-Wan movie are going to end up in that show. I right. mean... I'm trying to think of uh, that just, uh, what did that just happen with? Oh boy, I had it and then it was like, nope. That happens. Um, well, I mean, t- to my uh, point I made last week about what they were talking about uh, 
you know, show you know, going going forward, it might be something with the old republic. It that's why Ryan Johnson did that in in episode eight, just because laying that groundwork because it's a lot easier to work with that's something true. that's already been introduced. That's true, but at the same start, time, start though, over from scratch. The whole thing is that he's saying it's not connected. Yeah, but but he laid that ground because. If he would have just gone with a new movie with new characters that have the Force without explaining in Episode Eight that other people could have the Force besides yeah. Skywalker. But I that, feel like they set I that up in the prequels, though. There's yeah, a nobody, hundreds of Jedi. But nobody listens to the prequels. That's true. <laughs> nobody pays That's attention true. to the prequels. That's very true. There's a reason <laughs> Metachlorians were literally mentioned once again. Um, actually, it's funny you say that. No one knows how the Force works. Well. Next up, we have That's No Moon, Debating the Wars. And our first thing that I wanted to chat with you about, what exactly can or you cannot do with the Force? Because in The Last Jedi, Yoda is essentially Mother Nature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and then also in The Last Jedi, we saw uh, Princess Leia be able survive to, to the survive the vacuum, vacuum of space. space. And to fly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Even though she was technically unconscious, too. Yeah. No, it's like it's so, like um, it's almost like at the end of the Force Awakens when Han goes, "That's not how the Force works." Right, Disney right, right. goes, "Well, we'll show you how the Force works." <laughs> yeah, well, you don't it know. It works however we want it mm-hmm. to work. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the lightning thing made sense to me because you know the penetrates us, it binds us, it connects all it, whatever. That I get, I get Plus it. Plus, two being in that holy spot, right? You know what I mean? Right. I feel like that's the opposite of where he was on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he went to Dagobah to cut himself off from the ability of Palpatine to find him because right. of the dark darkness there, whereas he was probably super strong there, although Luke cut himself off. There was a dark place there, too, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if there's anything like that on Dago, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it one of those duality things? I, I think that's what they were playing at, mm-hmm. and there's the whole duality of it. Um, I'm still holding out hope that that was close. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing throughout the whole series, is mm-hmm. duality of man. Well, you know? so it's funny, though. You know, they're like, oh, you're supposed to bring balance to the Force. Technically, Anakin did bring balance to the Force. He right. went from having hundreds of Jedi and two Sith to two Sith, two Jedi. Yeah. You yeah, know, technically, technically yeah. he did fulfill, like, you know, like, and then Luke unbalanced it again mm-hmm. because all the Sith were gone and there's one Jedi. Well, it, <laughs> I don't want to get too, uh, you know, I was going to say it, it shows you kind of the... Um, how certain religions go as well. It's like, okay, well, this is the promise guy. This is the this is the the, the promise man. He's gonna save us. Mm-hmm. All right, it wasn't him, but this guy. But this, he's gonna this be the guy. One. <laughs> this guy, I have a good and feeling even, about. And even now in this movie, so is that okay, how the Luke force is, works? Luke is gone now. So are they implying that now Ray is gonna bring balance to the force? Right. Like, well, I'm still <laughs> curious about who she is. She has to be somebody. She has to be somebody. I don't care. If, you know what? I want her to be a Skywalker just because I. Need a Skywalker. Right. I need all, a Skywalker because yeah, on Kylo Ren is a solo. Right. And I've said it pretty much every episode of our show so far, and I'll say it probably for every episode moving forward. He is a solo. Mm-hmm. He has Skywalker blood, but he is a solo. I want someone with a last name Skywalker. I don't care if it turns out to be Finn. Right. <laughs> don't care. Don't need an explanation. It could be. It right. could be an alien. It right. could like. It could look, could look salacious. Be crumb. Salacious be Skywalker. Awesome. I don't care. <laughs> Just give me a Skywalker. Hmm. You know? Um, the movie's called Rise of the Skywalker, although a lot of people think that's what the new name for the Jedis are going to be, is that they're going to be Skywalkers. Oh, instead of Jedis, they'll be Skywalkers. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I just... Sure. 
I don't you know. know what? I mean, like I say, I, well, I'm not sure, but then again, I'm I'll, I'll like I said, I'm gonna watch oh, every I'm gonna, single I'm gonna one, watch no it. What. I mean, I didn't like, like the last okay. Jedi, and I saw it four times in the right. theater. So, <laughs> you know, it's Star Wars, right? Um, yeah. And I, I just know if anyone can fix things and bring it back, it's JJ. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he made Star Trek. He made me like Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. I don't like Star Trek. Me neither. No, yeah. although he made me like Star Trek. I yeah. find it hilarious. The only thing to survive the explosion at the beginning of Star Trek is R two D two. R two, yes, floating through great. the Great. Yep, I love it. <laughs> ILM, ILM, man, gotta love it. Yeah, I just think that's awesome. That that's so. I just love how influential that first Star Wars movie is. Like, that first movie affected more than just oh, yeah. the box office. You, like, ILM wouldn't be a thing, which is like all the pirates movies, mm-hmm. basically anyone outside of Weta. Yeah, it's Weta and ILM. And then, like just just to see how much you know it's penetrated entertainment and pop culture mm-hmm. throughout. All different genres. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Every. Kevin Smith has made his living off of, of talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Indiana Jones, uh, you know, they, they there was a little uh, hieroglyph of, mm-hmm. of C-3PO and R2-D2. Also, too, you know? the golden statue from Indiana Jones is in Solo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. In the trophy room. Yeah. 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 So it's... it's so technically, almost, they share the same universe. That's what I was going to say. It's almost like one big universe, you know what I mean? It's well, like Star Wars kind of encompasses well, isn't, everything. Isn't Willow technically part of Star Wars universe? Or is that like one you of those what? fan things? It's, it might be, but I hate to say it, I've actually never seen Willow. I haven't either. My, my wife loves the movie. I hope Corey never listens to this episode. That's like one of his favorite movies. Is, is it? Me so much. I've never seen E.T. Okay, I've seen that. A obviously. lot of people give me crap about but that. But I've never seen Willow, and it's one of my wife's favorite movies of all time, and she wants me to watch it, and I just, I have it, I downloaded it, I just need to watch it, but... Uh, I love Val Kilmer. I yeah, love, I, I love Val Kilmer. Yeah, exactly. I don't so, know why I haven't seen it, but I haven't. But and she Brad also Howard likes, directed it too, right? But she also likes Dark Crystal, so I don't know. I like the Dark Crystal, but yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Henson guy. I'll watch pretty Henson. much anything, like, like Labyrinth. Right. I mean, oh, wait, Bo- yeah. you got Bowie yeah. and you got Henson. How can you go oh, wrong? Yeah. Labyrinth is amazing, but mm-hmm. I just could not bring myself to Dark Crystal. I don't know. Fair why. enough. You know, it's not for everyone. It's not. It's it's definitely not a mainstream Henson right. flick at all. Yeah. Um, I, have you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's no. excited for the. We can the, talk the about one. it and let the Batman win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this next one, it's funny. This came up last week on Geektainment Weekly because it, it led, it got led to this from us. We were talking about the lack of railing. And then my buddy who was on goes, do you think Imperial like officers and stormtroopers have like really good health insurance? He was like, he's like, it sounds like they had Medicare before we did. And it's like, well, it was a long time ago in a galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's like, well, you got to think about it. Like they get put in a lot of danger. You got to think they have good health coverage. And I'm like, I I don't know. But it's all self-contained because if you're on the Death Star, you can't leave the Death Star to go to the doctor. So they have all their, they have their medical units there. That's true. So if they get hurt, they just go to the medical unit. I mean, they have to be really careful because there's no freaking railing. So I think it's more like an actual military. It's like you you have your. How does that work in the military? They have their own uh, medics. And sec- stuff? Yeah, you really just get medics. treated by yeah, medics. They have, like- they have sick bays. They have their own doctors and because every base that they have, because you, you got to figure a base uh, overseas. Um, they're not going to have, you know, where they can leave That's the true. base and go to a hospital. Yeah, they're like you're in the middle of Qatar. There's yeah, no hospital. Exactly. So yeah. they have all their own their own sick bays and everything right there. So that, that, yeah, I never knew that actually. Yeah, I've learned a lot today on today's show. Go. I've learned about C-3PO <laughs> and Anthony Daniels. learned about Think the about Army. Do you ever watch MASH? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. They I mean, had their I always own knew hospital. that they, they had, had medics own... in like, the tents with the whatever, but I never... I, 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 do they don't provide health insurance? 
Well, that's after though. This is this is Imperial soldiers and stormtroopers. That's after the, you know. So once you when you survive in, everything blowing yeah, up. Once you retire. Yeah. Once you retire, once you, you, you get. I wonder your, how your, many stormtroopers ever got to retire. Because <laughs> I know I know in clone or rebels they bring back some of the clone troopers. Yeah. But like. You know, it doesn't seem like stormtroopers live very long. But it doesn't seem like it's something that you're allowed to retire from. You're, you're in it for you're life. Until you're <laughs> I, I really, really want to make a comedic Star Wars series about just the world of Star Wars. Like, just the simple stuff. Like, what happens when a stormtrooper retires? Right. Who planned the budget for the Death Star? Who designed <laughs> all the different stormtrooper outfits? Like, there's so much comedy to be had there. It, well, that's I, what one of my favorite fan films of all is Troopers. Oh, yeah, it's so or Troops good. or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's so where good. Where it's a, a, a you know a parody of cops and it's stormtroopers mm-hmm. and that's the same thing. They're like it's when they get. To, I want to do a. That would be fantastic. I think it'd be great. We yeah. have so many. Corey and I have so many like sketches outlined that are just like <laughs> we we want to do. By the way, for uh, everyone listening. Corey's never been on the show, but he's gotten mentioned more than anybody else. So you can see how close him and Ian are. So. He's, uh, yeah, he's. He, I would say. But we have to have him on. He, has, he won't. He hasn't agreed um, to be so on. So he's yet. actually on set today. Uh, but I wanted him for his birthday. I got a couple people to collectively throw down, and we got him a oh, Lego yeah, Death Star. That. Lego Death Star. So I was like, "Come on, this week, be the merch of the week. Like, pull the Death Star out." And and he was like, "I'm on set." I'm like, uh, yeah. Well, good for hey, I'm good for him for work. Corey is one of three hetero life mates. Nice. Yeah. No, it's funny. I only met him a couple years ago, and we're just like, nice. he gets me. Just in, just in case anybody was wondering that doesn't listen to the other NRM uh, yes. <laughs> Geek Tainment. Well, he's on Geek Tainment Weekly with me. And, is, is and he Podquesters? He's on Podquesters, yeah. and he's on Baseball Mainly. Yeah. It's basically mm-hmm. becoming NRM Corey. Yeah. Yeah. He talks almost almost as much as you do then. I don't shut up. That's not possible. <laughs> That's literally not possible. Um, I've been told that, and I know it. I can admit it, and the first step to knowing you have a problem is admitting it. You know what? It's only a problem if you make it a problem. That's true. I guess other people would make it a problem. Other people's people's problems are not necessarily a problem. That's very true, unless they're directly affecting you. Like Brian Johnson in the last... Anyway, um, (laughs) so um, normally we'd play a video right here, but, um, you know, we just had so much to talk about, I figured... Yeah. You know, also I couldn't find one, but <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I don't know why I just admitted that. So on to what in the wild world of force. So these are a bunch of theories. Um, so this Palpatine theory popped up um, while I was doing some other research, and uh, I'll just read this thing. Emperor Palpatine wanted to live forever in Star Wars, and after seemingly dying in Return of the Jedi, he may have achieved immortality in a more transhumanist way than most of us have theorized. Could Palpatine have uploaded his consciousness into some kind of artificial intelligence network before he died, and that's how he returns in Episode Nine? This is this is interesting, and we'll get into it actually uh, next. Uh, there's an article about whether. Um, why he would be able to attach himself to something else instead of just making himself a Force Ghost? Right. You know, there's well, different. Can, that's the thing is, can Sith become Force? Ghosts? That's the, you know, there's different theories on that. You know, some people say that they can, some people say that they can't mm-hmm. because of the uh, the way, <laughs> and it's. I mean, it's so nerdy. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> but but this is why we're here. Oh yeah. But it, it's uh because of it's a Star it's Wars a selfless. Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, the reason why the the Jedi are able to do it is because it's showing that once they die and become one with the Force, mm-hmm. they're in a peaceful. But only certain Jedi's can do it. 
Right, but they're in a peaceful, like the best best yeah. thing they could ever think of. In For continuity, them, I think the first one's Qui Gon, and Qui Gon was yeah. the one who discovered that. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, because Yoda had mentioned him. You know, there's I've been you know, communing with yeah, an old exactly. friend. But yeah, to actually show it, but somebody else had done it before because it. I can't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I've got too much stuff in my head. I to think know about it right what now. you mean. But anyway, um, but. So they're in a peaceful thing, and to actually make themselves a force ghost visible right. is actually a painful thing for yeah. them. So it shows that their selflessness to be able to, to want to help others, right. to make themselves a force ghost, to be able but to I, help. But I guess you could them. flip that on your head and be like Sith are kind of sadists. Right. They like the pain. But there was a... Uh, they don't have that ability because they don't have that selflessness in them, supposedly, to be able to even become... Because it takes a more selfless... Uh, Spirit to, yeah. be, to be able to, to to even achieve that. So, but then you know, then there's other theories that they that that they can as well. I kind of like this theory as far as being able to attach themselves to either possess p- bodies. So this is interesting. I kept reading this article. Okay. <laughs> well, I perused it. Um, so they have a they have a very solid point. It wouldn't be too far fetched with things that they've set up in some of the outside of the films thing. Going the, the Shattered Empire comic book, which was like the big. This is what happened in between things right. event from Marvel, um, Battlefront Two, um, yeah, like it, they've set it up. Well, yeah. So the article is basically implying that he he basically uploaded his consciousness into the Death Star. Chief Palpatine essentially discovered the singularity. Yeah, and so he's basically an AI, mm-hmm. and he's able to attach himself to, and that's what they say. Sith are able to, after death, attach themselves to. Uh, Objects and things like that. Yeah, they 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 related something to like Voldemort with the Horcruxes. Right, exactly. Or they can also uh, possess a, a, a body, a host. Right. Um, to me, I kind of I kind of would like that because my theory last year, where uh, last year, last week, we were talking about how instead of Palpatine, it could be Plagueis. Yeah. And that. Palpatine could have been the body that Plagueis, Plagueis was, actually yeah. was in. I like that. Theory. You know what yeah, I mean? You mentioned and that. so that, I think that's yeah, that great that, that laugh is Palpatine, but it's actually Plagueis. Plagueis, and he was actually, you yeah. know, it, it, when, when he possessed Palpatine, then Palpatine's body died. Yeah. So he ends up uh, attaching himself to the actual Death Star. Well, I was, because they're I saying was that hoping he that, should be uh, able to move, the, you know, open the doors and do all these right. things just by being. He's actually technically the Death, part the of Death the Death Star. Star. Yeah, yeah which I think would be kind of cool. Actually, I mm-hmm. think it'd be something different. Um, but that being said, I think it might be too different. I think it might be too different for JJ to go. Hey, we're making the last one. Basically, Disney's probably very much impressed on him. You screw this up, you're gonna kill right. Star Wars. Um, because they keep saying it's fatigue. Mm-hmm. Marvel put out 22 freaking movies <laughs> yeah. over 10 years, and people still want more. Like, I'd be fine with four Marvel films a year. No, you just mishandled the property. Right. I would love to see four awesome Star Wars films a year. I'd love to take two awesome stuff. I'll take yeah. one a year and an awesome show. But, like, Resistance was, I mean, clearly didn't get well-received. It's been canceled after two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, people didn't even go see Solo. Because of The Last Jedi, I did. I loved it. I really liked Solo. Mm. Um, I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pisha. This article just popped up in the corner of my thing. It said, Sony back here. Spider-Man back in Sony is a good thing. Yeah. Shenanigans. Uh, yeah. Sorry. It just popped uh, that up. That was written by Sony. sour about it. <laughs> that was written by Sony. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's perfect to be back. Yeah. Well, because there is some kind of basis for this theory. Yeah. Um, because of the... Uh, 
the Sentinel droids. Oh yeah, uh, in Star Wars Battlefront Two, mm-hmm. it was Shattered Empire Two, but uh, the um, the main story in Battlefront. Battlefront, yeah, the, the actual, yeah, exactly. They have these. Uh, basically, they're just dro- droids. They're Sentinel droids. They're that, artificial intelligence. Yeah, like, that that almost clusters. look like kind of like uh, you know they have that red like the red the you know, emperor the guards right. The, yeah, it's still such a cool so, cool yeah. outfit. Well, that that was one of the coolest parts of the Last Jedi was the we had the Praetorian guard. Yeah, and it was like all red. The bright red. It yeah. looked so cool. And I just it, wish the rest of the movie was. Like <laughs> so these uh, droids are. are are controlled by the uh, by Palpatine. He, yeah, he sends them out. Basically, they just give a message, yeah. and and then he can. So there is kind of like a basis for that, where he can um, affect inanimate objects as far as like set droids and, right. and things like that. And it's funny. Maybe they get to the Death Star and they like flip a switch, and all of a sudden they hear the laughter. He's like, "I'm yeah. free. I've been stuck <laughs> in this generator for thirty years." But I, I personally, like I said with my theory last week, I I would like as much as it would be cool for Palpatine. I just would love to have the the to to for them to throw that in where Plagueis was actually controlling everything. I would, well, the entire I was really time, you know thinking I mean? that Snoke was Plagueis. Right. I really thought and because a lot of people were, yeah. well because they got rid of all the EU stuff, but for some reason, right when the Force Awakens came out, right after the Force Awakens came out, they re-released the Darth Plagueis book. Mm-hmm. So why would you do that right, after? Right, a, right. I wonder if that was part of the original plan, and that's something that Ryan Johnson changed. Could because be. because Disney and Marvel and and while Disney seems to let Marvel run differently than they let Star Wars run, right? It's still the same company, and they try. You know, when you have the comic books and you have the different mediums, they try out things that they could see doing in the future. Right. Like if you look at Marvel, you can kind of see where they're going in the films a year from now. Um, that's just what they just do. Le- yeah, leads everything oh. leads into e- each other. Yeah, and and I think I mean shoot, they even did that with uh, uh, the. What is the show? The uh, Shield, Agents of Shield show. Well, for a little bit. But I mean, but they were like they didn't even mention the snap. But, no, the snap. But but I'm saying before with uh, Winter Soldier and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, they they were directly. Res- Those you know, were awesome. I'd never seen anything like that. that. No one had really ever cool. done that. Yeah. That was awesome. Like I've been saying for years, I think it'd be really cool if they did like a Batman trilogy, and in between the movies, they did like a four or five episode limited series on like HBO right. that connects to everything. That's what they should freaking do with Star Wars. Like give us the movies, and then the stories in between the movies mm-hmm. on like Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I would. Yeah, that'd be great because it could tie everything together. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you know, you don't have to worry about the different stories uh, clashing with each other, yep. and you could just tie them all in together. And then you, mm-hmm. it, I think it would build up the interest even more for I the agree. next movie. I completely agree. It would it definitely build, and especially if like the cliffhanger of the last episode was like, oh my god, yeah. this is so cool. And then you got three months until the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be great. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. I, I um. Can we just take a moment to point out how hilarious the fact that Palpatine's first name is Sheev? I don't know why that cracks me up so much. It's a weird like, name. When they first announced it a couple years ago, all I could hear in my head was Sheev Papa Palpatine. You know, like that <laughs> that, that, that uh, robot chicken sketch, go for Papa Palpatine. Yeah. That uh, That's probably one of my favorite comedic... I was so bummed when they canceled that. Seth Green was going to do a comedic Star Wars show. Yeah. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and then I think... Probably due to the sale to Disney, it probably fell off. But yeah, those was, episodes of Ro- they Robot showed Chicken animation, were, oh, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Wow, those episodes of Robot Chicken. I love the best. first one. The other ones are good, but that first, well, that one, first one is, is just 
it's so, it's so perfect. When <laughs> Palpatine's like, hold on, I gotta take this call. Yeah. Hold on. Oh my God, it's what, Vader. What's an aluminum falcon? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold on, hold on, it's Vader. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna mess with him. He's <laughs> so crying about Padamame or Panda Bear. <laughs> oh, you must smell like burnt, crispy rubber. Oh, I love that. Oh, no, the Yo Mama fight. That was good. And the guy who was like, I need to get that transferred to the Death Star. That was that. that I love that. It, that came out around the same time as the um, as the Star Wars Family Guy, mm-hmm. which I didn't think was as good. Yeah, but I mean, it has probably my favorite comedic Star Wars joke of all time, where they go into the cantina and they finish playing the song, and the, the guy goes, "Anyone have any requests? Yeah, play the same song. All right, play the same song." <laughs> <laughs> like, I was dying. Well, I loved it because also too, you know, uh, Seth Green did the voice of Chris, so he puts in that joke here. He's like, you know, you know, somebody else did this before, I think. And, yeah, you know, this is just oh, a ripoff. I love it. <laughs> love it. Well, so, so and also too, there's been uh, so back to the actual yeah. to the actual subject. Um, so Palpatine is also known like we've seen certain objects already kind of uh, uh, related with with him after death. Like oh yeah, Vader's mask and Snoke's ring as well is supposed yeah. to have his presence. So that's a big yeah. That was one of the big rumors. Yeah. So I mean, they could you know he could definitely be part of that. But like I said, I think it's a bigger picture, man. I think that it needs a bigger picture. I that, agree. Yes, it is Palpatine, but yeah. it's but it's not in the long well, run they, because they've it's, set up a lot of stuff. In like the extended stuff, like Rebels with the hyperspace right. and all that stuff, where they could pull from that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't know why they set that up, but they set it up for something. Yeah, I, I just I, there's so much opportunity, and it all depends. Like you said, they, Disney told JJ, "Hey, this is you got to get make this work." Mm-hmm. They so went it to just his all house depends and they, on, on they how they outside of his gate and he flicked one <laughs> slight switch for yes. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how much how gutsy he wants to be with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So really quickly before we wrap out the show, we got the merch of the week. Um, some of you might complain that we're talking about this, but I think it's freaking cool. They have a whole new set of Star Wars Barbies. My mom used to collect those for my sister, like the really expensive ones in the boxes. Like, she still has them. They were like crap ton. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to play with them. No, But yeah. I think it's cool that, that people have the option to. If no, yeah, to. and that's cool. I mean, but they to me, they're not even... They're they're just basically Barbies dressed up as yeah you know they're not actual like Barbie Star Wars characters yeah. like the one is Barbie dressed up in a dress like that looks like R two D two yeah know that's I mean? true things like that um, I, as a collector uh, this is not something I'll collect I got to cut you off Who knows? we are out of time unfortunately oh, shoot, we're out of town yeah we are end uh, the end of this episode this chapter uh, thank you for tuning in for let the Wookiee win I'm Ian I'm Jay remember go to our uh, the Twitter and Instagram at Wookiee yes. Podcast and email us at let the Wookiee win at gmail and may the force be with you peace <laughs> <laughs>